Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read all of the chapters of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. My name is Jeremy. I'm your host. And I'm your host, Kevin. This week we read Haikyuu Volume 22, mm-hmm. uh, because it's it's March. It's March Madness times. Yep. Right? That's our theme. We're doing Slam Dunk this week. We didn't sure. talk about it beforehand, I'm realizing I, now. I, well, you said March Madness, and I was like, well, if it's my turn to pick, I'll pick Slam Dunk. Yeah, that's popular now because a movie came out in the year of our Lord 2023 <laughs> based on the hit manga Slam Dunk. <laughs> before Haikyuu, though, and therefore before Slam Dunk, we have Shonen Jump. What did you think of Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? It was weird. I liked a lot of the stuff at the top. Was not a huge fan of a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I feel like a lot of it laid a hard egg. And then... The peas ended. Yes. Was it planned? Like, I, the, the thing about the peas is I could believe this was the ending the whole time, and I could also believe that he wrote 20 more chapters, and they said, nah, this is it, bro. I, I kind of want, like, the, the thought that popped in my head when I finished that was like, well, that's the peas. It, yep. ended, it, it ended as it started. Confusing. Um, I think the first, like, two chapters were not confusing. I might be wrong. It definitely got more confusing mm-hmm. as it went, though. Um, but yes. I And, like, weirdly unsatisfying... But thematically resonant question mark? Yes. The P's is kind of my break point of, uh, I was like, I did not like this stuff. Then there's the P's. It's not part of the I didn't like it, but it's also not part of the I liked it. Yep. And then there's the stuff I liked, at going, you know, like increasing in level of light. I think I'm about there too. Thing right above, yeah, I guess there's some stuff out of the P's that I also did not really like or dislike. I like the there are a couple of things above the peas I thought were like pretty okay, but like the peas is definitely the break point mm. of like I did not like this. Then there was the peas. Then there was the stuff I kind of enjoyed. Then the peas happened to me. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm a little sad I can't say it. And then the peas happens to me anymore. Yep. We start off with One Piece chapter one thousand seventy six. Old friends. What did you think of One Piece, Kevin? One Piece was pretty crazy this week. Got Shanks is teaming up with Kid, or well, I think they're gonna fight. Because they're like, hey, remember, kid, he took your arm, which is interesting. Yes, but I thought the the reason, so I know the kid thinks they're going to fight, but I thought <laughs> Shank's message of, uh, hey, am I going to sit here and protect your Poneglyph or am I leaving? That's true. I assumed they were going to fight because Shanks is a character that I do not know how he fits into this story. And I assumed he was going to job for Blackbeard. But I find it interesting now that Law is fighting Blackbeard and Kid could be fighting mm-hmm. Shanks. Because that's a way to get rid of or engage the other two emperors mm-hmm. while Luffy is doing his thing. Yeah, so I thought that was cool. You know, it's it's fun seeing Shanks' crew again. Yeah. I, I like the, like, reveal of what's happening to Vegapunk, even though it's not really a reveal. But, like, we found out more than we knew. Yeah, suddenly he's locked up and Bonnie's nowhere to be seen. So it's like, <laughs> I wonder what happened here. Yeah, and there's a bunch of secret agents there. And he's like, oh, this is why the world government wants to kill me. <laughs> I do kind of <laughs> like that. Like, they kept sending the different CP groups. They're like, we sent CP3, they never came back. We sent CP4, they never came back. We sent CP5, they never came back. Then we sent CP0. Like, we finally got the hint after the third group of spies we sent over that never came back. Like, hmm, something is going on here. I also did like Luffy be like, hey, don't beat up my friends just because you can't beat me. <laughs> Zoro be like, he will never fall for that. Like, no, I'm killing you first, Straw Hat. I'll kill all your friends. I like, you know, I kind of like that about Luchi where he was like, listen, I, you know, like, I may, I may hate your guts, but I'm not that much of an asshole. You will die first and then they will die. Yeah, I'm not sadistic like some of the other villains you fought. I just hate you because you beat me up one time. 
with a giant fist, if I recall correctly. <laughs> and several uh, several very fast fists as well. Anything else you want to say about One Piece? Nope. Uh, that takes us to Blue Box number 90. They're one and the same, which I really like this week. Oh, yeah. I, I was super into Blue Box this week. I, I have very few notes on it, unfortunately, but I really enjoyed the confrontation between Chie and her friend. Yes. And- and the the reveal that Taiki is Chie's superhero, yeah. essentially, like which we've already kind of got. But. Yeah, but like having her say that to her friend and having her friend just be like, "Oh, yeah, Taiki is the reason I can't practice so much because he also practices so much." Yeah, we're we're in this weird snake eating its own tail loop of both of us are making each other practice harder. Yeah, that that's <laughs> that's the Vegeta and Goku. <laughs> well, it's the Vegeta anyway. <laughs> Goku's there too. <laughs> you know, they don't make out except for in fanfic. <laughs> I don't know that I have much more to say on it. Anything else you want to put or say about Blue Box this week, Kevin? Nope. Uh, that takes us to Jujutsu Kaisen number 214, Fearsome Womb Part 6, which I also enjoyed but found yeah. uh, just a little bit disappointing because fight scenes in Jujutsu Kaisen are usually so clear and good. Mm-hmm. And this one has a lot of Dragon Ball ZX punching you through buildings. And I a didn't think bit. the action was nearly as clear as usual. Not not horribly bad, but I, I agree with it. But I do really like that last kind of couple sequences of, what's his name? Sukuna, uh, or Sukuna like, cutting the air and then Itadori just kind of taking it yep. and just, like, just walking through the hail of invisible blades to go punch him in the face. Yep, the Yu Hakusho theme plays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets back up. Yes. I don't know if anyone else, like, probably no one else thinks the Yu Yu Hakusho theme is as Kord Hushonen as I do, but <laughs> even in Kingdom Hearts, when Mickey Mouse gets back up in that one DLC where you have to keep pressing X for Mickey Mouse to get up to save his friends, I'm like, ah, oh, Yu Yu Hakusho theme should be playing while I'm tapping X to make Mickey Mouse get up here. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about Jujutsu Kaisen, Kevin? Nope. That brings us to Sakamoto Days, Days 108, Assassin Department Store. Which I liked. It's a nice little set piece. Yeah. But that's kind of all it is. Yeah. I, I do like the joke at the end where the guy's like, so which of you is stronger? And the uh, Takamoto's friend's like, mm, this guy seems like a being the ass. Him. And Takamoto's also like, me. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was very good. Uh, also, uh, I forgot this was not last week, but I also have the note. Also, please take the main villain on your field trip. Okay, thanks. Because <laughs> I forgot that was not established last week, but it's in my notes yep. here, so. That's how they know the main villain. He was yep. on their weird mission. Yes. Next up, do we have Undead Unluck number 148, Third Dog. What did you think of Undead Unluck this week, Kevin? I thought this was pretty good. You know, a little bit more. We get Undercrease actually becoming a negator. And I, <laughs> I found that so dumb and melodramatic of like, no, we will only let you leave when you run out of ammo. No, I can't run <laughs> out of ammo. That's like a college humor. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Video. But I just, I love Fuko being like, okay, good. He's, uh, his negator abilities have activated. Now we can actually beat him. I also am not r- sure at all what Void is doing to the tanks. Is it making it so Gina can't miss them with her? Like, I really didn't understand what he was doing in this. I think he. As part of this trio. I, I'm also a little confused. I think he's making it so that she's unavoidable. Like,. But that's not how his... Well, okay, I could believe he could use it on someone else, but, like, that's typically, like, Gina Gina had to see her past life for that, and Fuka had to do a bunch of training for that. So, like, like I'm fine with that. I guess it's not like a paramecia. It's not like you need to awaken your power to use it on someone else. He also could be, like, a 
I could think of it along the lines of like he's getting ready to punch, and so he's making it so that they don't move anywhere. Okay, that, that's a weird way to use your power, but I can I can buy that. But I want like a uh, Hunter Hunter thing about yes, as long as I'm getting ready to punch this tank. Yes. <laughs> I, I also was a little confused of, like, uh, not why he's there, but, like, what specifically he's, you know, like, all right, Mr. Volk, keep it up. Like, what what is he doing? Yeah. I get why he's on the team. That makes sense. Yeah, but no, like, yeah, sure. He's a good <laughs> fighter. I'm not, I'm not uh, criticizing that. I'm like, why is he part of this power core? Yep. Like, that's their X puts your brain back in the body after you make it, but why is this guy here? <laughs> Anything else on Undead and Unluck, Kevin? Nope. That takes us to a Kanabanashi story, 51, Goldfish, which I also really liked yeah it's like a weird flashback insert here for this other character mm-hmm. but the reveal in the middle that oh the old man is the asshole yep is pretty good but like a lot of the chapter's tone is strange and like yeah. the insertion of it here is strange mm-hmm. that's fair <laughs> that's all you got to say on it i yeah i like i liked it but like you said it kind of it feels odd here so then we I have Mission Yozakura Family Mission 167, Yozakura Family Album, or as I like to call it, the Power Rangers three-part, two-part special, whereas we end on a cliffhanger that is the exact same cliffhanger we ended on the first time. Yes. Thanks, Mission Yozakura Family. That's what I wanted. (laughs) No one likes progress. Loops. Loops forever. And that's why he's called Cliffhanger. (laughs) No, that is fair. That's all I got to say on it. Uh, last but not least, we have Elusive Samurai, Chapter 99, Smithery 1335, where they go to the magic weapon smith. They're like, these are all our materials. What can you make us? Also, we found this girl who can't use her hands. Can you make her a cool leg sword? She joined the party, I think, two seconds ago. So we need her better gear than what you yep. stand her to quote with. <laughs> she was equipped with, uh, the you know, uh, rags. So uh, we need some better shit. Yeah. I think she has a cool hat, too, but... No, uh, she gets a haircut. She does. But we're going to the beautician next, too, yeah. because did you see her? Yep. She lost her fingers, so she can't trim her own hair, and apparently is antisocial, so she doesn't want to let someone else trim her hair. I like the Lucis Samurai. No, I did, too. Like, making fun of it, I like, I kind of like Musashi coming in here of, like, you know, this is, here's this historical figure of, like, yep, here is, you know, Musashi, or not. Masamune. Masamune. Musashi is a different historical Japanese figure that I'm thinking of. But Masamune being the sword, like the best swordsmith in Japanese history, being like, well, yeah, of course nobody wanted to kill. He was the best swordsmith ever. He, he, like. How how do you think those weird guys got all their cool weapons? Yeah. Like, you know, people were just like, all right, cool. You just go to this guy and he'll make you a cool sword. And nobody messes with him because. Otherwise, no one will make any cool swords. Hey, I'm a frog. Oh, that's weird. Here, <laughs> I have this cool sword. <laughs> Anything else you have to say about Elusive Samurai? Nope. Alrighty. That will bring us into Jump Card, then. Jump Card is the segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just what we read every week. What do you have at number 20, Kevin? I have Cypher Academy down at number 20. Me too this week. Usually I'm defending it. 
It was such a weird turn that, like... I So, like, you know, not following anything, it seemed like he was like, yes, here's the... All right, I'm going to be making the cipher battle, but then nothing actually happened. Well, he did with the music of it, but then it's like they use it as a weird character reveal and then completely reverse all the stakes. And it just it felt well, super weird. Well, and then it seemed like, at least when I was looking at it, it was like it was used as the character reveal and then she never did anything with it. Like it was like, we shall have a code battle. Ah, never mind. Yeah, that's kind of, well. Instead, I shall, instead I shall give you $1 trillion. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I, I didn't think it was good, Kevin. I also noticed almost every single page had a little editor's note at the bottom, and I'm like, "Oh God!" <laughs> what do you have at 19? 19 is where I put Ichigoki's under control. Also me. It's yeah. I don't mind the time skip, but it was not a good chapter. Yeah. What do you have at 18? 18 is where I put me and Robico continuation from last week, where Robico's fighting. People, I did laugh at the joke at the end of, and nobody knew what was going to happen next. Especially not even the author. author. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that is why it is higher for me. Okay. I have Black Clover at 18. Okay. Black Clover things happened, I think. Yeah. It's my number 17. I really didn't like the line of the Shogun being like, you've been terrorizing this place for too long. I'm pretty sure it's been here like an hour, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, that's too long, but you're making it sound like you've been, you know, like this is the ancient demon of your homeland. And it's been here like five minutes. Look, Kevin, five minutes is too long. <laughs> I like if he had said, so, but like again, yeah, no, I agree. It's like we got to send Asta after you with a sword now. Yeah, it's like uh, it it's been here for all of five minutes. I get you don't want it wrecking your nation anymore. That makes sense, but don't make it sound like you've been fighting this thing for a hundred years. When it is the most, oh, we designed an extra boss fight. I guess we'll stick it here. Thing that's ever been. Yeah. I have Fabricant 100 at 17. Okay. I don't even remember what happened in it. I won't lie. He got sent on a mission. I th- oh, yeah, he did. And the guy was like, I'm the asshole who's going to train you. But I don't want to train you because I am the asshole who's going to train you. Yeah. And, like, for a very petty reason of, like, what? You can't keep up with me? You let other people do your battle? The guy is, like, five. <laughs> He's ten or whatever. But who cares? He is child. Yeah, I was like, I'm sorry. You're you're pissed that the child is not fighting super soldiers? What do you got Sixteen. King and Gluna stuff had like the the sequence of Gluna catching the child. I was like, weren't you fighting the other peons in a different location? Yeah. Like, where did you come from? And then she like doesn't do anything. I'm like, I'm so or no, she throws the staff. That she, was like she did defeat the peons in another section. To be fair, I know, but like it just it seemed like a weird transition of. What about the other guy? Did you not? Did you just leave him there? Look, he's got to run. He's gonna be real pissed at her, he can, and it'll be cute. But then uh, she's like, "Oh yeah, and we found Ginka's staff. Somebody was using it to prop up their laundry line." And- that is weird, real weird Deus Ex Machina stuff. I'll give you that. Of like, uh, we didn't tell you, but I did get this cool loot. Would yeah, you like this. Would you like to equip this cool loot? Yeah, and it was just like, but but like we we just started the adventure. And like it's weird to it would be weird to have the Legend of Zelda not have the sequence where the dad gives you the sword. You just suddenly have the sword midway through the dungeon, and, and, then, you and then you flash back, back to him <laughs> handing it to you. Like, um, why didn't I just why didn't I just play through that? Linear time. I got me an Arabica here. Okay, what do you have at fifteen? Fifteen is where I put Ichinose family. I am concerned. Uh, I mean, I'm also concerned, but in the tense way that I enjoyed. Yeah, I just like. Some of the themes going on here, you know, like, oh, yeah, we had the uh, 
the underage compensated dating and now we have kidnapping and I'm like, mm, not not a fan. It's definitely dark. I will grant you that. Where are Which we, 15? Yeah, I guess the, the big thing that like I have absolutely no problem with dark stuff, but this is Shonen Jump. You know, like Berserk would not fit well in Shonen Jump. Um, you, says you. <laughs> <laughs> I have My Hero Academia here. Okay. Which I just want to put like a Kevin Sorbo mean over of disappointed. <laughs> like, I don't even remember what happens in it. I just remember being incredibly disappointed. By actually, I actually liked it because it was uh, Tokiyami doing a thing. Oh, yeah. Tokiyami did a thing. It was just more people coming out of nowhere. And it's fine. I mean, Tokiyami's been hanging around with Hawks yeah. the whole time. So that's less. Hey, I came out of nowhere. It's just more of the, like, I want this to mean something, and it kind of just feels like it doesn't. That's fair. I felt I felt this one. Almost everything else, because they showed up, felt like a deus ex machina. This was like, you know, hey, this is why I've been hanging out with Hawks the whole time. Anyway, oh. I have uh, Fabricant 100 at 14. All right, that's where I put Glinky Angelina. Okay. What do you got? 13. 13 is where I put the peas, because... That ending, huh? It, yeah, <laughs> I guess what? the main villain got punched in the... He knew... I'm writing Shonen Jump. I have to have the main villain be punched in the face at least once. Yep. This is my final chapter. So it shall happen now at the final panel. And Genius Lucky trades places with regular Lucky, locking him inside his mind so he can go punch his dad. Because Are you he not entertained? <laughs> because he, uh, I need to be Genius Lucky in order to punch my dad. Only a genius can punch my, their yeah, dad. Yeah, only a genius, uh, genius, a genius pianist. That was actually a surprisingly hard tongue twister. I got Mission Yuzakura family here. Okay. Nothing happens, and they get back to where they were. Mm-hmm. What do you have at 12? 12 is where I put Tokyo Demon Bride. They they, they made it to... Yep. This sure is a, a shonen jump. This sure is a shonen manga chapter. Yep. I was going to... I forgot the name of the Bleach. What Soul is... Society. Yeah, Soul Society. I was like, it's heaven. I kept, it I kept wanting to call it they made it to the Iran car or the Hollow Land. I was like, no, n- n- none of that is right. Uh, here's where I have the piece. Okay. What do you have at number 11? 11 is where I put Witch Watch. Same, actually. It was pretty cute, cute yeah. but not great. Exactly. That's all of my sentiments about yep. it. <laughs> I have Mission Yozakura at 10. You know, yeah, they, they end on basically exactly the same cliffhanger, but I did like some of the some of the cuteness of, I, I really liked the bit where uh, it was like, why is like 90% of this about Mitsumi? And it was like, oh, it's because Koichiro was the one who's put in charge of documenting everything. Uh, that just seems like a normal Mission Yuzakura family thing. Yeah, so that's why it went a little bit higher than you. Uh, that's why I took you a Demon Bride story. Okay. Like I said, one chapter of Shonen Manga, please. Here mm-hmm. you go. Eh, not as good as I remember. Yep. <laughs> what do you have at nine? Nine is where I put Mashal. Same. It. Nope, that's not a lie. Okay. Not same. <laughs> nine is where I put Mashal because it, it, like, it was funny, sort of. It kind of worked. And they're, you know, going to try and get away. It's like, all right, cool, but... I don't remember anything that happened except for the healer is keeping Mashal alive. Yep. I remembered uh, the one chick that had been training Mashal through the little crocodile demon man who apparently, like, he had powers that rivaled, like, his ability was to physically enhance himself, and he, like, now never uses that power again, if I remember correctly. Sounds right. But, uh... She threw him like into the castle. Yeah, to I do hit remember the guy in the you face. saying this. I remember all this happened. It's Mashal, I just can't remember what happened this week. I remember that's, everything that happened. I just eh. no, I don't know fair. when it happened. That's fair. I have undoubted Lunlock at nine. Okay. Uh, like I said, I found it horribly melodramatic, and I'm not really clear what they're doing <laughs> physically with their powers. That is fair. Do you have an eight? Undead Unlock. Uh, that's where I have Mashal. Okay. What do you have at seven? 
Seven is where I put a Kanabanashi. I did really like it, but it it's just kind of like odd. It is. I'll give you that. I was struggling on where to put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I have Ichinose Family's Deadly Sins. Okay. Because like I said, I am like I like the dark angle a little mm-hmm. more. It contrasts with what's going on. Although it's going to get canceled next week until only One Piece survives, as far <laughs> as I can tell from Shining Jump's current publishing strategy. <laughs> no, so what's going to happen is they're going to cancel One Piece, and then somebody's going to burn down the jump offices. <laughs> I think it's going to be Ichiro Odai, who is crazy <laughs> from not having to draw my, or he'll just keep drawing it, and he'll he'll be the crazy horror character you get. It's like, what, read my One Piece? Like, I mean, at, at this- up, Like, everyone wants to read. I was like, listen, at this piece, he could just, like, go and publish it online by himself, and people would pay, throw money at him. Yeah, the problem would be copyrights and stuff. Yes, but. it would. Two-piece. <laughs> it's the same, but everyone's in a bikini. <laughs> Nami's in two bikinis because she was already in one. I did Sakamoto Days at six. You know, it's a really interesting set piece, and we have the hey, I'm start the guy being like, hey, I'm starting the order. You guys want to join? Yeah, that's where I have Jujutsu Kaisen. Like I said, I, the fight was just less clear than I want okay. from Jujutsu Kaisen. Still pretty good. Mm-hmm. What do you have at number five? Five is where I put the elusive samurai. You know crazy leg sword and uh <laughs> this one lady who was like i tried to save my lord but they cut off all my fingers yeah this one lady that accrues out if you walk up to her she just looks like an npc but if you walk up to her and hit a she'll actually join your party yes i have sucking meditates here okay good set piece like you said what do you have at number four four is where i put my hero i actually like the tokayami bit of the whole reason that i've been assigned to hawks and endeavor is because we realized you can only steal a quirk if you're touching somebody and uh my like my main power isn't my actual body, so I can do something against you without having to worry about it too much. Yeah, like I said, I want it to. I want it to be a big moment. I want to be like, oh, that's cool, but I just don't care, and that makes me very sad, Kevin. Yeah, I cared more, so it, it went very high this week. That's where I have a list of samurai. Okay, who do you have in number three? Three is where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. I just like the the bit of like Megumi is either forcefully stifling Sukina's powers or. Uh, since Tsukina has been used to running in Itadori, he's like, oh, shit, I don't have as much magic as I normally do. Fuck. And he's like running out of juice. I'm also not crazy. I'm only regular crazy strong. Not <laughs> extra crazy strong. <laughs> uh, I have one piece at number three. Okay. I enjoyed everything that happened, but like, or I enjoyed everything that happened, but it's not much. Mm-hmm. What do you have at number two? That's where I put one piece. I thought it was fun, you know, seeing, seeing Shanks again, Shanks and Kid doing something together, either fighting or clasping arms together that kid uses his robot arm shanks yes. uses his not arm and they do the predator handshake <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> i'm in i have a katabata shia too okay. it's a really weird chapter but mm-hmm. i ended up really liking it that's fair blue box is number one yep. like usual i guess one piece has been given a run for its money lately but yeah we've also had a couple a couple of those chapters of loose samurai i think were up at the top because they were good but yeah blue box super solid this week Anything else you want to talk about in Shout and Jump, Kevin? Nope. All righty. We read volume 22 of Haikyuu this week, and we will be back for that after the break. So we read volume 22 of Haikyuu this week, Kevin. Mm-hmm. 
I had a terrible anxiety attack when you're like, yeah, I'm ready to record. If, oh, no, I forgot to read Haikyuu. But I read it two days ago, so <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> I tried giving you head heads up beforehand of like, hey, I might be leaving early. I don't know if you ever I was saw asleep. that message. No, I, 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 knew you, I knew you were maybe asleep. I but... woke up when you sent that second text. Yeah. But no, I, I had read it already. That it was all good. Yep. But I just had this anxiety of, oh, no, I didn't read it. After I, it was also after I said, "Yeah, we're good." <laughs> what did you think of this volume of Haikyuu, Kevin? Because, well, what did you think of it? Yeah, so it's kind of interesting that this is essentially not involving the boys at all. No, it's it's the boys. It's the boys. The boys now. Yeah, so it's the <laughs> they're playing the boys. The boys now. It's their two rivals. So first off, we have Nekamata and. Boku's team. I yeah, Boku's team. That's what they are in my notes. Yep. They're, they're the owls, apparently. Okay. Who, who? Yep. But uh, we've met more than just him, but like he's the big star of the team. But they did train, the the crows did train with them. Yes. So I remember who these people are. Yeah. I just, I only remember who he is on the team because, you know, but we have them clash and Bokuto wins. And then Nekamata has one last chance to make it into the spring finals. But they have to beat some snakes. Yep. And they're hiding in cardboard boxes, and the ref is like, yeah, that is fine. I thought it was kind of a weird, bold move to completely pivot away from the team we care about. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is over pretty quick, though. But then we go immediately into another game that aren't about them. And while I really like their cheer section, that seems like extra bold, and I don't know if that was the right pacing. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what you do with the team we're used to following before this is resolved, but the pacing on it seems odd. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm still liking it, so. Yeah, so am I. I think the characters they introduced as their cheer squad really help. Yeah, yeah. Because they can do a lot of exposition and remind slash explain team dynamics on this new team that we're not used to following. Yes, and then I, you know, the the snakes that they're playing are absolute assholes. Oh, yeah, they're, so. they are shown in manga villains. Yep. <laughs> Disguised as volleyball players. Yeah, so... Uh, Pretty sure that guy's going to shoot Piccolo through the chest next. <laughs> Volume 23, I'm assuming, will uh, be the end of that match, and then we'll probably get into maybe another little bit of training or just kind of like a time skip training montage. Maybe that's when they go to Brazil. I do an asterisk. That is not when they go to Brazil. No, I was like, he definitely goes to Brazil after the yes, tournament ends. I've read it, Kevin. I was there. <laughs> I have to remind myself sometimes because even though I was there, I I wasn't all the way there. <laughs> it's also like, why does he? I still don't understand why he goes to. Maybe it'll make sense when we get there. I'm maybe. not counting on it. It's like two hundred more chapters before then, though. So let's see. Anything else you want to say? I'm looking over my notes, and I think we covered it. Cats, owls, owls, owls win. Snake. <laughs> yep. Cute, cute cheerleader girl mm-hmm. and hot cheerleader girl. Yes. What more could you want? The the classic sexy duo. Not. <laughs> it's like short and fat and comedy. <laughs> yep. No, there's not really anything else I want to talk about. Uh, anyone we want to add a personality power level this week, Kevin? Do we want to add Bokuto? Oh, we could. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality power level is a segment where we rank manga characters from best to worst. At the top is Homer Akemi. I must have made a joke about her playing volleyball at some point. Several, I'm assuming. Uh, I don't remember any of them, which tells you how good they were. <laughs> At the bottom, we have Koku from Flame of Rekka. That guy sucks. Dead in the center, we have Himiko Toga from My Hero Academia. Alrighty then. Definitely not as good as Hinata and, to- and uh, Kabe- Kageyama. Yep. 
Is he as good as Yachi, the manager, who we have very high on here? Because we really liked her when she showed up, and then, since she has, I think, drawn one thing. Yep. We have her very high, so I think we should put him lower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably not as gu- uh, good as you, Nishinoya, who's their libero. Yeah. Starting to get there, though. Or Kei, who is the tall guy. Yeah. Or Tanaka, who is their uh, cool senpai. Mm-hmm. We do have the server from Blue Castle, who is their setter. I th- is he better than him? I think so. I I think a lot of it is he like he's got flaws, like very obvious flaws. But like, I do love that moment when he's got on his shirt like the rules of being an ace. Uh, your back needs to inspire your teammates, and you know, like uh, just blow through every block kind of thing. Okay, I do not think he goes much higher because right above him we have uh, Kazuya Himaru from Bakuman who wrote author who wrote Otter Eleven. Yeah, no, not that's fine. All right, the, this character, his name I should look up. I need mean, it's Bokuto, but I'm sure he has a last name. <laughs> Bokuto, Bokuto. Maybe he's like Cher. There's just... like or Mario in that movie that I think the new Mario movie is going to make it so people can't make that reference anymore. <laughs> well, or maybe we'll get a yeah, then Luigi Mario. Maybe we'll get that in there. It's a reference. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that movie. I mean, it's not out yet, so like bad is how I feel, but like maybe it will be good. I feel like the problem with that movie is it's going to have like three or four cool things that I'm like, oh, I like that about it, and yep. everything else is going to suck. Mm-hmm. And Chris Pratt. The yeah. thing is, on the one hand, Chris Pratt. On the other hand, everyone else in that movie. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure Jack Black will be great. Also, oh, yeah. he did come out on the Kelly Clarkson show in full Bowser cosplay, and I can't, I can't I mean, listen, not like that. I was like, listen, Jack Black <laughs> is amazing with a lot of stuff like that, because he's absolutely the kind of guy that would just do that. I was gonna say, Has Jack Black ever been in every, anything bad? I'm sure the answer is yes, but I can't think of what it is. Yeah, I, it, it has probably to be. Probably like Kung Fu Panda 5. That's probably not great. I mean, I think he technically voices a bunch of the, like, animated series of Kung Fu Panda that they do. So also probably some bad episodes of that. Yeah, but, like, that's that's less to, you know, at some point you got to be like, well, I mean, it's not him making that crappy. No, no. So, Bokuto, Kotaro Bokuto goes at number 70 above Toru Ikawa and below Kazuya Hiramaru. Anything else you want to say about Haikyuu or the Super Mario Brothers movie, Kevin? Nah. They did give Peach a, a Peach a halberd, and I don't know how to feel about that. But yeah. I don't think she's going to stab any Goombas with a halberd. Is like it's the problem I have with that. Yes. A halberd is not an effective Super Mario weapon. I mean, you'd think it would be. No, because... it would be overly effective, so she can't have it. Yes, because I was like, well, the like, the big thing with the halberd is the huge chopping thing, so you could literally chop them on the top of the head. Oh, but you think like bonk them, and then the Koopa goes in the shell and she kicks it. Yeah, you could do that too. Most, most halberds also have a, uh, a crushing implement on yeah, one yeah. side. Hers does. Uh, yeah. That's why I use the word halberd. But like every time I've seen it, she's pointing the sharp end because that's the cool end to point at a thing. Well, no. Usually, usually it's all like what I mean is it's an axe. Like yeah. I haven't because I'm trying to not watch too much about it. So there's an axe blade on one side comes to a, like a small bludgeoning implement. And then there is a spike that the the wooden shaft like transforms into a spike through the axe head so that you can stab slash or smash. Yeah. I'm just saying halberding most super Mario enemies is too violent for yes. a thing to happen in the super Mario brothers movie. Yes. That was my point. Lighting them on fire. Perfectly acceptable. <laughs> yep. Stomping them into dust. Weirdly also perfectly acceptable. Stomping them into dust and then kicking them at other people. Perfect. Don't you dare try to cut any of them in half. We're reading Slam Dunk next week. I'm pretty sure it's volume four. Yep, that sounds right. 
Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fistfight by Tom W. Emerit. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can check out my other podcasts, It's a Gundam and Last Time on Video Games. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody. Gotta stop.